This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. But I want to see how their fathers perform on me. You No, no, that's all capitalized. Come on. No. Aww. But I like your screams. I'm tired. Sean, I like your screams. Come yeah. on, Sean. Let me have your scream. Come I'm on. Tired. Come on, Marge. 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 Marge, scream for me, Marge. Wait, that sounded way more malicious than I thought it should. <laughs> Coming to the Mayerhof for 37 weeks only. This summer, Night Horse Media brings you the sensational, groundbreaking new performance piece that is taking the world by storm. Cirque du Fan Fiction. Mouthword Mysterio. This tantalizing spectacle will titillate all your sensory organs. You will be stunned from start to finish as your entire being is assaulted by the majesty of over two hours of combined high-flying acrobatic displays acting out erotic fan literature as performers recite it. Featuring special guests Gritty, the Fort McMurray Fire, the Ouya, a damaged rice patty, and the Royal Academy of Quebec Square Boobs dance team, Sac de Van Vixon Mouthword Mysterio is an experience not to be missed. Get your tickets now at FridayNightFanFiction.com for the event of a lifetime. Alright, so we got three out of five, and that ain't bad, but it also ain't good. And on top of that, I'm losing my voice, so we may end up with two out of five, and then David might be called away for work. Sean, you might be the only surviving member, which means, yes, you finished the season alive, but at the same time, you're probably going to end up on the cover of a tabloid within the next six months. I mean, I usually do things solo anyway. Ah, uh... No stranger to that. And that means I become the ultimate survivor of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Somehow the soap opera happens that Logan comes back, but he wasn't actually dead in the first place. Well, Logan is immortal, so... This is true. Anyways, just a small side note before I announce what show this is, because you probably have never heard of our show before. I want to point out that our, <laughs> our radio server has been running consistently through multiple power outages without restarting once... For the last 162 days. Jesus. Do you want to know why it's so stable? Why is it so stable? It is a Windows XP netbook from 2011. Oh, wow. Wait, is it that one netbook that I bought from you then gave back? You didn't give it back. I bought a second model. Oh, what the hell happened to that netbook that I had then? You lost it in the divorce. Did I? Because you ended mm. up not using it at all and letting Ashley use it the whole time. Just like the barbecue. <laughs> Look, man, I wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. I know, and with that netbook speed, you would have been chugging for many days. Exactly, and I had a computer, so I didn't need the netbook. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction Truncated Edition. Joining me tonight are David and Sean, and that's it. We got the bro trio going on. The immortal and the square boobs are not here. And that's exactly the problem, because now there's two less people to make funny out of my jokes. 
we do a pretty good job of making the funny. But you need a bit of a warm-up, Dave. You're also leaving halfway through. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, you're not, because Liam's not there anymore. You get to stay the whole time. No, I am on to you. I almost got away with it. If it wasn't for that pesky kid. I'm not a kid. I'm 34. (laughs) I'm talking about Liam. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Is Liam 34? No, but he's not here, and it's been so quiet for the last three days. (laughs) And you're also recording in the back room so you don't have to hear your neighbor's loud-ass truck or them mowing their lawns at 7.30 at night. Well, I mean, we got a hurricane coming, so I think people have abandoned any context of lawn care. (laughs) They went out there and started digging tunnels. Probably. Oh, wait, you can't do that in Florida because you're going to dig right into the swamp. Into the water table. (laughs) All right, so... We do have two guests coming later tonight, but until then, we're going to be reading Sweet Salvation, a Homer and Flanders love story. Well, what can I diddly do for you, Homer? You can diddly my doodly. By Juicy Dick Hugger. (laughs) Wow, what a name. (laughs) Getting us started tonight will be me. Oh, Steve, before I start, can I show you the future of bed frames? Why do I feel like this is a sales pitch that's going to last me two hours and I'm not going to get the complimentary $100 Visa gift card? No, I want everybody to see this fucking bitchin' ass goddamn bed frame that's so red. Show me the bed frame. I- it's called the future of living, Steve. That's not a bed frame. That's an emergency raft for rich people. Yeah, and it could be yours. Why is the laptop facing the wrong direction? You know, I thought that too. I was like... Does people not know how to use computers? And also, why are there two speakers on one side and no speaker on the other side? So I think one is supposed to be used by the person who does work and the other one is supposed to... Look, if I'm buying a bed frame that's this snazzy, I'm not getting out of the fucking bed. Steve, you're missing the point. You know the little fainting couch? That's a vibrating chair. So what? You put your girl on that, then you go to town, and you gotta help. It's like a tag team, but you're the only one there. No, 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 no. David, this bed frame is meant for the Wall-E post-apocalypse humanity, where the moment you crawl into the bed, you never get out again. I will be on the left side, Val will be on the right side, and that fainting couch will just be for the people that we treat for therapy because humanity's so fucked up now. That took 700 years to get there. I think we're okay, because, like, if you look at Wall-E, the first pictures, like the people who first got on the boat... We're all pretty good, and then they slowly got fatter as time goes on. I'm pretty sure that if I could afford this, I would be fat all the time. Uh, no. Because I would have that luxury. I'd be able to pay for multiple hearts. What? Can we start reading about Flanders and Homer having gay sex now? I guess. (laughs) Wooly says, but I don't want a post-apocalyptic future. Too bad we're following the wasteland genre of films now. Uh, oh. (laughs) Why is there a wrestler with a tight gay leotard? That's a hurricane. Oh, he's coming to punch Florida in the face? Oh, I love the hurricane. He's great. He was great. It wasn't this Royal Rumble, but I think it was the one before it where he came back as a guest. And I'm like, oh, yes, the hurricane. He's my favorite. I love him. And then he was out in like two seconds. I was like, oh. I would also like to point out that this bed frame you've shown me is $2,000 and the bed that goes with it is less than $500. i am aware of that. Why? That's why you get a good ass fucking mattress and you put it in there. It also says delivery between Tuesday, October 8th and Saturday, October 12th. Do they have to assemble this by hand? Uh, Yes. Also, can I buy more than one? How much does nine cost? Oh, dude, 
We should just get a bunch and then put them all over around your house. And <laughs> <laughs> build a house out of these mattresses. Yeah. For those of you that aren't listening, this is the Lunar One <laughs> Lunar Mattress Frame thingy. Whatever the hell it is. Bluetooth spanker, massage lounger, charging station, bedside lamp, pop-up desk, and storage. Dude, it's fucking great. Why are we talking about them if they're not going to sponsor us? I just can't believe it has seven reviews. I can't believe seven people could afford this thing. I'm reading about Homer and Flanders now. Flanders Fields, where poppies grow. (laughs) Wait, I think I got that wrong. A brand new homoerotic experience is here as Homer Simpson and Ned Flanders discover that they love one thing, sex, with each otter. This is no dream. Chapter one, chapter one. Ned Flander was in his yard gardening and watering his flowers. Oh, it's one of these. I see all the red lines. Yes, it is one of these ones. Uh... Homer Simpson was driving home from work and accidentally crashed into a tree. I don't know why tree is highlighted as being misspelled. Sean, get your cursor off my goddamn words. Oh, it's because it's supposed to be a comma. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is not capitalized. He stepped O-T of the car and caught on fire, screaming like a maniacal gorilla. (laughs) Oh, Homer, Ned said. Oh, Homer. Homer! (laughs) He took out jizz hose and sprayed Homner with it. Already? Yes. And Homer was not on fire. Asd was wet. Phew! Homer said, you really saved my... How does Homer sound like again? I forgot for some reason. Merge. Merge. Okay. No, do his do his Walter Cronkite voice and be like, you're out the boy. You really saved my bacon, Flanders. You really saved my bacon, Flanders. You're going to do this for me the whole time, aren't you? You're right. I will do that. <laughs> Nothing I wouldn't do for my na- neighbor, <laughs> Ned said. Maybe you ought to challenge your clothes right now? Homer asked. <laughs> You can come in my house, Ned Ripled. Ugh. Rod and Totter at school, spelled as an S cool, right now. So yo don't have to worry about anyone walking in on you, Homer. Homer shrugged. No, not shrugged. <laughs> Homer shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, said Homner. He walked into Fladre's house and... Proceeded to get nude. His wet, naked, fat body glistened in the light. Homer took a look into the mirror and admired the studly man he thought how was. How's it going, Homer? Flanders is very, very fit, so... It's almost like he's wearing nothing at all. Hey, nothing you can't use that. That's a copyright. We always read about copyrighted stuff, so that argument doesn't hold any water, Dave. I can't drink anything out of that. You're right. It's not a decanter. It's not the Friday Night Fan Fiction glasses that we don't have. They'll be coming soon, and the meetup will be happening. It's just been vastly delayed. It will happen by the end of the year. You have my guarantee, note guarantee, not valid in any United States or contiguous landmass on the face of the planet. I mean, on the moon, it's probably worth something, but I don't know. I've never been to the moon. How's it going, Homer? Ned said. He walked in to see Homer's completely naed secular body oh (laughs) not a religious body just his secular body homer turned around and screamed david i need a homer scream (laughs) 
<laughs> as Ned caught a climps. Or, I'm sorry, climps. Not, no, there's no P. Climps of Homer's 12-inch penis. <laughs> well. I mean, it is a pretty big penis. Penis. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. W-A-H-T-E-E-W-What-Hoo! You doing here? Homer yelled, struggling to cover his massive yellow squash. I didn't know he went food shopping before going to change. Merge. Taking in the sights, Ned said. He unzipped his patents and droped them, exposing his two 13-inch God-given holy hammers. Um... Not sure if they're talking about actual hammers or if, uh, Nander- Nanders? Flanders! Flanders has two penises, and they're shaped like hammers. Now, Homer, he said, bending over, will you give this surveyant of God's salvation in my butthole? There's a lot of weird- Yeah. Yeah, no. Homer hummed to himself, rubbing his fat chun. Hey, let me rub my fat chun here, Flander. I feel like that's a slur. Well, okay, he replied. I'm going to nail your ass like it's Jeebus. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. He instirred his hot rod inside of Ned's holy cavern. The God-loving dude was getting his pooper pounded like Scratchy getting his head bashed in by Itchy. That's the spot, Homer, Ned exclaimed. Oh, Lord, bless this diddly-donger. (laughs) Homer grabbed onto Ned's well-sculpted ass and thrusted hard deer. I'm gonna come, Homer said, coming in Ned's colon. His sperm filled the two-dicked god mint. So it is two dicks. Yep. All right. Confirmed. Edit the Simpsons wiki for me, Sean. I don't have that power. <laughs> Anyways, diddly donger. Homer grabbed onto Ned's well-sculpted ass. Oh, wait a minute. I thought I already read that. You did. Oh. His sperm filled. God, oh, it's so hard to see where I am. His sperm filled the two-dipped godman's shitter. <laughs> the two-dipped? Dicked. Oh, okay, I heard dipped. No, it's not like guacamole and uh, queso. It's two penises. As Homer was catching his breath, who else but Grandpa Simpson would walk in? Family jewels. I've lost my meds again, Gandpa said. He then saw... The two men fucking... Oh my god! Grandpa then had a heart attack and died. Uh, Chapter two. Well. Chapter two. Lovejoy's holy diver. Yes, they're just going to gloss over the fact that Grandpa is now dead. Oh wait, no, they're not going to. It's Grandpa's fun roll. The old simp son was being bied in the old Springfield Cemetery. Meanwhile, Homer was getting his hands washed in the bathroom and his dick sucked by Ned. Whoer grabbed the... S- All right, I'm going to start again. Whoer gra- gra- <sighs> This is really hard. Whoer grabbed the seas of the sink as Ned expertly filleted Homer's beer can. Is it physically possible to stick a whole like can of soda or beer in your mouth? I don't think so. Not unless you're a snake. Okay, I just want to be sure. So Ned Flanders might actually be a two-penis snake man. Or a snake that used to be a man, according to C-Lab 2021 lore. God, I miss that show. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I what I wouldn't give for a crossover between C Lab 2021 and The Simpsons. So that's a great idea, except Harry Goss isn't alive to be opposite Homer, so I don't think it would be great. I know, but in theory, if we could resuscitate him, would that not be wonderful? I don't think that's a good use of the Dragon Balls, man. I think even the dragon himself might disapprove of Tornado Shanks being part of the crossover with C-Lab yeah. 2021. Like, he considers our wish. He's like, whoa, that's a great idea. You know what? You get that one. That's a freebie. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and make your three wishes. And no offense to Sun Gaz. You're fine. You're just no Harry Gaz. Moving on, going back to Homer's beer can being filleted. Homer came down Ned's throat. Well, there's no job like a blowjob by diddly. <laughs> diddly diddly. I'm going to have a little blowjob there, neighborino. <laughs> Ned got up and quiped his mouth. He gave Homer a kid on his lips. On the lips. Like a goat? Uh, yeah. Just stuck, just shoved a goat right into his face. He's a religious man. He was coming up with a good sacrifice, just planting an animal right on Homer's mouth. That's pretty bad. Shut up, Flanders, Homer said. <laughs> Shut up, Flander. Oh, it looks like this bathroom is occupied. Timothy Leov Joy said, I'll wait. Next up is David. Followed by Sean. Followed by me, followed by David, followed by Sean, followed by me. What an interesting dynamic. Do you know where we're... Yeah, we're on page three. Yay! That's a drink for everybody. Yeah, drink, you fools. You are, you don't have to do that, Revirand, Ned replied. There's always room for one more. Okay, Lovejoy said. He drooped his pants, unleashing his holy diver from its khaki prison. Holy diver! He fucked... Isn't that... He fucks. No. Holy diver, isn't that the name of one of, like... <laughs> Bell Dandy's angels and fucking Oh My Goddess, but that's Holy Bell, not Holy Diver. No, Holy Diver's Dio. Yeah. I don't watch Guns N' Roses. There's so much wrong with what you just said. I don't normally hold things sacred, but heavy metal and rock is something sacred to me, man. How fucking... Kick from server. If only I was able to troll Steve on a 12th dimension intellect. Just read more about Lovejoy's Holy Diver by Dio. Fine. Fine. He fucked Homer in the butt, while Homer fouquet Flanders in the butt. They all came at once and laughed it off. So you already know about stupid Flanders penises? Homer asked. Homer, some things are best left unsaid. Lovejoy replied. That's for another time, Homerino. I feel like we should just let David read the whole thing because he knows these voices so well. Yeah. I know them well, but I don't know them well enough to do them. Uh, you're doing them better than I could. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, but you do fucking Homestar better than me, so. Yeah, but at the same time, we never read Homestar because nobody writes fanfic for Homestar. Right, he's too wholesome. He's... <laughs> I don't think that that's the reason why. I think it's because all the people who are writing fan fiction were like one year old when Homestar Runner debuted. What a tragedy. I know. It's amazing to think that if you were born in the year 2000, you're 19 now. Mm. Anyway, uh, chapter three, chapter three. Fucking it, Moe's. <laughs> Homer was taking a lunch break from work with his furds, Lenny and Carl. <laughs> they went to Moe's and found that Flancers was already ha there having sex with Moe and Barney. Ned's left coke was in Moe's mouth. Well, <laughs> was Drakig come out of the rigged cock. 
Hey, diddly dee, Homerino. Ned. <laughs> what are you doing here, stupid Flanders? Homerister asked. Oh, Mo invited me over. Let Flander replied. I Not guess invited. this. I invited. Yes, you're right. Oh, oh, Mo, I invited me over. Ooh, uh, Flander Dave. replied. What? There's a fan fiction that's ongoing that's just tales from the inventory. So it's Poker Night at the Inventory, but series of one shots, including Homestar. So there we go. All right. That sounds interesting. I really want to see Strong Bad 69ing Ash Williams. Oh, yeah. Blaku <laughs> Kata Niktu or whatever, my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> and Ash is trying to control Strong Bad with this fucking chainsaw arm, and he can't do it. Just like, like can, can you just lean on the blade just a tiny bit? No, that shit hurts. <laughs> Moe had me over, Flander replied. I guess this drunk wanted acting too. <laughs> yeah. His dick tastes like nice duff, Barney said, burping and vomiting. <laughs> you guys want to be homosexuals, too? <laughs> <laughs> Ned aced. Homer shrugged. Okay. Wait, that's in quotes, so the whole thing is Homer. Homer shrugged, okay. <laughs> Homer said, he, Lenny, and Carl get naked and begin to start orgu. Home fucked Ned's well-toned ass while Lenny got fooked by Carl's big black dick and Barn got his ass pounded by Ned's big cucks. So the house that they built when it got destroyed by the hurricane started fucking Ned in the butt. Oh, jeez. The house that love built. Did Chuck Tingle write an episode? Pounded in my butterino by the hurricane house, homie. <laughs> Why? No love for Mo? Moore asked. Come here, Mo. Homer said. He reached over to Mo and began kissing him. Begin. Uh, begin. And begin kissing him. The boozy Bart Teeter uh, <laughs> and the bald gorilla were battling ongways with each other. <laughs> Horror was feeling extra stimulate and wanted to come hard. Ned stratted to nut in Barry's butt hole. <laughs> <laughs> While Carl pulled out of Lenny's ass and came a thick load on his gay bum. I would say Barry's butthole sounds like a wonderful name for a gay bar. Lynn turned around as Carl then pee on his face. Oh no. I'm getting thirsty too, Mo. Barney said, Hey, Mo, why don't you pour some beer in my ass? No. Homer asked. No, 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 no. He pulled out of Ned and bet over, exposing his gaping anus. Mo grabbed the beer hose and insert... Yeah, insert into Homer, filling him up like a car getting filled with gasoline. Number one, never have an enema with something carbonated. Number two, never shove a hose in there that sprays the carbonation directly in. <laughs> That's how you turn into the Duff Blimp. Hey there, <laughs> Blimpy boy. You gotta get so drunk, Homer, Lenny said. No, I won't, Homery said. Mo stopped, uh, stoped, and saw that Home was full. Everyone faced Homer ass, and he farted all the beer out as everyone tried to catch it with their mouths. Ew. Homer then farted again. Everyone laughed. <laughs> that was pretty funny, Homer, Carl said. Just then, the mob busted down the door. It was Fat Tony. Is was. Is was Fat Tony. Hello, Mo. Fat Tony, saddy. Oh, shit, Mo said. The mob be. You can't catch me if I'm dead. Mo then take out a gun and point it at head. Everyone watch as Mo then blow his brains out. Aww. 
Chapter four. Chapter four. Thank you. Come again. All right. So, Sean, you're going to get to read one whole page by yourself. But after that, for the rest of the story, Sean and I are going to be switching off being the narrators. Dave gets to do all the voices. Oh, (laughs) that's way more reading than I want to (laughs) read. Too bad. All right. After the ride by Chief Wiggum and the police, Fat Tony escaped with Moe's dead body. He would later ask his men to chop up Mo. <laughs> Wait, can I do a bit? What do you want to do? My wife has been very vocal on the subject of the Mo. Where is the Mo? Why aren't you getting the Mo? Why aren't you go get the Mo now? And so on and so on. So, so please, the Mo. He would later ask his men to chop up Mo into smaller P.I. sids and sell them on the black market. Who wants to buy that? Who has a market for Mo Sislak? That sounds really mean. Mo deserves happiness, too. Marty gets you one more round. Drink, Drink it down, down you stupid, stupid clown. Marty gets you one more round. And then, then you're, you're out on your ass. ass. Oh, I'm dead. Don't chop me up and sell me on the black market. That's just the thing I'm planning to do. Ah, oh, no. Meanwhile, Homer and Flanders went their day to the Quickie Mart to have a quickie wit Apu and his broter. Homer. Broter Homer. Pulled his hot dog out, and Ned began to suck it in the middle of the sore. No, don't suck on the sores! No! Mr. Simpson, Apu said. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) While you two take care of this, I'm going to go get a beer. Give me some whipped cream, Flanders. Homer exclaimed, slash Ned did so, and Homer sparry some white cream on his throbbing yellow minion. That's correct. It's not white cream. Why is this? Oh, it wants to say it's whipped. Some whipped cream on his throbbing yellow minion. Flanner sucked hard, making Homer nut. Mmm, nut. Homer drawled all over the floor. If you're going to have sodomy in my store, Apu said, then at least let me join in. Sanjay, you will... Alkali dokaloo. Ned's... Ned sighed. Ned pulled out his two wing wangs and shoved them into Apu's curry hole. Oh. oh. Well, to be fair, that says curry hole, so. Yeah, his curry hole. Homer then pound slash Ned gin. They were getting hot and Yavi went snake <laughs> crashed his car into the store, running over Sanjay and killing him. Oh. Oh. Snack said. Score one for snake. At the end of every chapter, somebody dies. I don't like this. Yeah. Chapter five, chapter five, Rick and Morty crossover. Boom. Oh, good. My favorite property. Fine. I'll do the Morty and Rick voices, okay? No, I'm, I'm good at those. You're not. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I'm only good at two things, editing and Homestar. Well, no, you make good music, too. I'm not even funny, Dave. I know that uh, it's just it's you and Logan and Sean propping up the show. Val sometimes as well. Steve, if you look at the Acropolis that is our show, there are five columns. Hold on. I need to look up the Acropolis online. Okay. There are five columns. Mine, Sean, Logan's, Val's, and yours. Yours is like the entire front bit. And then there are two very skinny, narrow columns on either side of your giant, fat, girthy column. I'm disappointed. There's no Urban Dictionary entry for Acropolis. There's no sex act associated with it. I would imagine it's pretty funny, though. You could, like, nut and be like, praise be to Zeus for this nut or something. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Wooly's right. You forgot Judy, the best host. Of course. 
Well, she's the roof. She keeps the water out. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Homne, Flanders, and Apus were rending in a car with Snake, who decided to pay Professor Fink visit. Snoke. No, no. Wait. Star Wars crossover. Was driving recklessly down the street, making otter cars crash into each other. That's another one for my kill streak. Streck. Streck. <laughs> Snake woohooed. I do not understand uh, why you need a snyanyuk. Apu said. You killed my brother, Sanji, and I don't get it. I have to say, Snake Arino. Flanders said. Your pants are really tight, uh, doodly, by doodly. <laughs> realty, sorry. Your pants are realty tight, by doodly. He was taking a look at Snack's bulgain bul- <laughs> erection. Uh, try that again, because there's no C in there. Erection. Erection, yeah. Snake's cock throbbed the... And Flanders is... <laughs> you want to give me Roadhead? Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, do I. Ned excamed. He bent down and unleashed the Danax Springfield sledgehammer and began to suck. Oh, that's good. Snake said, Hey, fatty, maybe you can pound Ned's ass. Homer groaned. Fine. He said. <laughs> Say it sadder, Dave. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> he said. But you better give Mess some money after. Not better. Oh, shit, you're right. But you bet give Mess some money after. Homer then fucked Ned's butt while the sucked snaked. What? Homer then fucked Ned's butt while the sucked snake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Ho- Apu began masturbating. Snake was about to come and closed his eyes. Then he didn't see where he was going and ended up crashing into the wall of Frank's house. <laughs> the car landed on top of the professor, destroying his meat Jewish body. Wow! <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! Rewind! He's meek! What does big Jewish have to do with anything? Is Professor Frank Jewish? I do believe that the inference is as well is that Professor Frank is based off of a caricature of Jerry Lewis, and Jerry Lewis was very vehemently Jewish. Was Jerry Lewis Jerry Jewish? Uh. <laughs> oh, god damn it. So there's the episode titles just gonna be Jerry Jewish. <laughs> no, it's Jerry Lewis is Jerry Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, David. Holy fuck, Homer said. Wait, <laughs> should I read that whole thing? No, yeah, that, then Sean says you killed Professor. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that how, that's how it would work. You killed Professor Sproink. I can't do Homer. Well, you don't have to do Homer because it's not in quotes. It, see, the quote narration, that's just an extraneous quote mark there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We're confusing the Canadian. We can just keep going. <laughs> just then, a portrayal opened up and revealed... Potrel. Wait, what? You got you, you serious? Potrel. Potrel. No, you, you got? <laughs> no, we don't got. You got. It's legal there. Aww. Yeah, we're not legal here in America. Well, I mean, both of us are of legal age to vote, have sex, be in the army, drink, rent a car for cheaper, uh, complain about the millennials that are younger than us. Well, you guys are millennials. I said the millennials younger than us. All right. Uh, just then, a potrel opened up and revealed Rick and Matri, Rick Belheed as Moritz 
looked nervous. Uh, where are we, Uncle Rick? Morty aced. We're, we're, we're in the Simpsons, uh, uh, universe. Rick answered. I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't here for one razzin, Homer. Homer gasped. Me? Homer asked. I, I need to have sex with you, Homer. Rick said, taking off his clothes. Sorry, Morty, uh, but you're gonna have to uh, watch us do it. Oh my god, Rick! Morty sered and vomited. Chapter 6, chapter 6, Apu died. <laughs> so they didn't have a character death besides Frank to end it. How long does this go on? 15 more pages? 10 more pages. Great. Oh, man. Have fun. No. Rick Snatcheds was going balls deep into Homer's buff hole. Ooh. His wrinkly old testicles. Slapping up against Homer's big yellow plums. My plums! Homer was jerked off by Ned while Apu and Snackle got down to business to have sex with each other. Morty was forced to watch as Rick used the thing to make sure he wouldn't look a wayu. This is so disgusting! Marty said. He treads to cry, but Rick's sweaty body was hard to loik e-way a from. Frick me harder, Rick. <laughs> Homer commanded. Oh, so he commanded, so it's a like, Frick me harder, Rick. <laughs> the gray obelisk pounded Homer's shit slide. Ew. Until Homer bust a nut, Ito Fladner's mouth. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna come, Homer. Rick belched. He pull out and splashed warm semine on Homer's wide come to as Apu fucked Snoke up the butt. Once again, the Star Wars crossover. Oh, your cock is big, Apu. Snake said. It's making me feel extra gay. <laughs> extra gay! Anybody watch Extreme Dinosaurs? That was a thing? Yeah, it was the far too late competitor to Ninja Turtles. Oh. It came out in like 2000. Oh, this looks horrifying. Oh, you have a picture of it? Yes. Holy shit, this is absolutely terrifying. What is wrong with their bodies and their heads? I think that's just an incidental picture thing. That's not what the actual artwork looks like. There were other scenes from Extreme Dinosaurs where they didn't look like... You mean like this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me tell you the one very vivid episode that I remember because it pissed me off, and that's the reason why I remember it so much. Why is this dinosaur using unlawful interrogation techniques against Egon in the jungle? I don't know, but I don't like his upsetting shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't shorts. Those are pants. Oh, you mean the purple ones. This story involves that character, not Egon, the, the dinosaur there. So he's the Donatello of the group. He does machines and whatnot, as it were. The episode has them chasing the bad dinosaurs to the moon. And Stego Boy there is like, I've got this great new invention that'll help us not only breathe in space, but survive on the moon's surface. And then he brings out that, like, you know, the old-timey Donkey Kong Jr. fucking bug spray gun thing the guy has? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The one where it's basically for breezing the Donkey Kong away. Yeah, so he spritzes his dudes with that, and they're like, we don't want to draw a spacesuit, so uh, now you can breathe in space. And I'm like, fucking really? 
It's 2000, so I'm like 14, 13, somewhere around there. You were mentioning that that's like incidental animation. Like, look at this actual animation. Everything is wrong with the mouth. I'm aware. Also, the theme song was great because it's like extreme, 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 not a sound. Like the dude was fucking into that song. He was like, this is my big break. I'm about to fucking get this. And then it was this garbage can show about weirdly proportioned dinosaurs. Okay, go on with your story. Anyway, to this day, I'm like, dude, you can't just spray on a spacesuit. That's not how things work. Like, you got to have a heat source and whatnot, too. Like, you're cold-blooded, you fools. You're going to die. All right. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Fuck you. (laughs) I can't get over how shitty this animation is, though. Oh, dude, watch the Triceratops' face. (laughs) That was two frames of animation. His mouth dropping and then his eyes warping into a different... (laughs) Sorry, three (laughs) frames. Three frames of animation right there. Although that is the face that I would make if I found out that my car missed the inspection date and that my license was no longer valid. Yeah, I would make that face too. (laughs) This makes the Cowboys of Moo Mesa look fucking artisanal. I like the Cowboys of Mumesa, right? That is a good show. Fairly a found of a thousand cattle drives up on Mumesa with the real cowboys. It's a world apart from all the rest on Mumesa. We were at the real day, cowboys. Because they're, like, they're the you, real cowboys. You have to say too. that I'm a great lover now. You're a real great lover. You live by the code of the West. <laughs> you already know i'm a great lover is where you're at (laughs) you already know i'm a great lover (laughs) a poo you sad now let me plunge your anus one once more oche more oche more a poo bent snake over and (laughs) disgraced his bung eternally Wow. Manwhile. Manwhile. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be the episode title. Manwhile. Manwhile. <laughs> it's like the Super Friends thing, only instead of stars flying at you, it's a bunch of penises. Manwhile, penises transition. <laughs> pew, pew, squirt. Rick and Homer start up as Ned did through same. So why did you want to fuck me? Humber asked. Bevkoi, I, I felt like it. Rick said as he took a... T- God damn it. <laughs> a drokink. D-R-O-K-N-K. Drokink. That's an illegal use of a word. This is an illegal use of any spelling. I feel like we should make these words into our fucking typing of the dead overkill dictionary just to fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's a more important... Thing I need for you, you're through. <laughs> What's that, Riccarino? Need ask. <laughs> can, can you clip that need and then send it to me? I want that to be my text tone. <laughs> need. <laughs> we need to go back to the past. Play shitty games that suck ass. Rick answered. Homer, you, you remember when you had a sec with that gorilla, right? That was Drafim. Homer said. Yeah, no. Rick Sadie. Listen, our brain is really fuked up. There are multiple timelines and which you wake up from. That's why I'm here. Just screen. Anoth, Rick, and Morty appeared and shut 
the Tiwo original ones killowing them. Sorry about that. This Rick said. Let's get them, Morty. Oh, okay. Second Mortu said. He dragged the two dead bodies into the portal as Homer was confused. As with everyone else. Yep. What the hell is going on? Homer asked Rick. Nothing to see here, Homer. <laughs> Rick replied and burpeed. This is the end of our crow's over. Uh, although I wouldn't mind having a piece of that sometime. Rick and Morty left as Homer and Ned were interrupted by a poo coming up snacks. <laughs> oh, you came too early. Snike said. He took out a con and shoot Apu in the head, killing him. Apu is dead. I had a wonderful dream where I died. <laughs> chapter 7. Chapter 7. <laughs> See more butts. <laughs> All right, John, your turn. By the way, I don't want to do the voice anymore, so let's just go back to normal reading, please. <laughs> okay. All right, Sean, you get the whole page. It was a new day. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it is. It was a new day and a new time in Sprigfield Elementary School as Seymour Skinner was having a PTA meeting with the fathers of the children. They were all in the gym and Skinner be began taking off his clothes. What is this? Homer asked, period D. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, your son has been behind on his work, Skinner replied. Flanners, Rod, and Rod have been doing well, but I want to see how their fathers perform on me. You No, no, that's all capitalized. Come on. No. Aww, but I like your screams. I'm tired. Sean, I like your screams. Come yeah, on, Sean. Maybe have your scream. Come on. Come on, Marge. 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 Marge, scream for me, Marge. Wait, that sounded way more malicious than I thought it should. <laughs> Oh, what about me? Kirk Van Houten asked. Nobody cares, Mr. Millhouse's father, Skinner said. I'm horny at... It's not horny. I'm Henry and need a good fuck. Homer, Flanders, please give me that legendary triple penetration blaster. Penetration. Penetration blaster. This was when Skinner... <laughs> Epoxed... Epsosed. Epsosed his gaping anies. Oh my god. Anies? Are there two Anakin Skywalkers in this now? There's Anakin and there's Annie from Smooth Criminal, who is Wookiee. Yeah, but are they okay? No, she is Wookiee. Gapping Annie's to the two men. Homer and Flanders look at Each's other and nod it. They pick Seymour up and begin giving him that triple penetration anal blaster master. With with Homer's huge Twinkie and Flanders's two <laughs> pythons, they gave Skinner Shitter everything they cooled. <laughs> you called? He's shivering a little bit there, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, Skinner sigh. I'm so glad that I took that enema enrama earlier. Homer farted with each thrust suit. I think this is going to be the last page we read of this. There's too much farting for me. <laughs> Fart. 
With Flanders whispered sexy wars in Skinner's ear, Homer gave Skinner a kiss, stoking off Skinner's penis when he while he came. Homer R came into Skinner. It's home R came. Oh, I said okay. Home R came into Skinner, as did Flanders. Kirk Van Houtren just stood there and fapped miraculously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he had to borrow a feeling, so it worked out fine. (laughs) You have to do that when you're doing the stranger. Can I borrow a feeling? Thwap, 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 thwap. Hurting heart needs some healing. You do sound like you're about to orgasm. I'm about to come. I think we discussed this, but I don't, 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 I Exclaim that I'm about to finish because I think that's kind of weird. In fact, to me, it sort of defeats the purpose. I'm just kind of surprise her. Right. No record. No record. Hand job from Jesus. Yeah, with his hole in his hands. Oh, hand job. Yep. And you cream upon his crown of thorns. Mm-hmm. As Skinner began to come, who else but. God damn. G R O D N S K E E P P R E R. Grodinesker? Grodinskamp River. <laughs> Grizzlebees. Grizzlebees Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Willie showed up. He wasn't alone either. It was crusty and inside his so Mel, too. Willie, Skinner said. What doing? <laughs> ah, I've been getting horny, Willie said. That's why I invited these wee lads. Hey, hey, Christu said. Who wants to see my clown penis? I'm done. Goodbye. Clown penis. Yum. No, not interested. Krusty laughed, unzipping his pants to expose his 18-inch colossal crusty cock. Yeah, but it's kind of defeated by the fact that it's very clearly surgicalized. You see the pacemaker scar on his penis right there. Not a good joke? All right. Well, I tried. No, I still just can't get over the fact that there's an 18-inch KKK in here. Yeah. That's what I'm stuck on right now. Yeah, me too. I hadn't even noticed. My bad. The head of his penis was big and red, while the shaft was covered in white paint. His pubes were green like his hairy. Now that is an impressive penis, Sideshow Milk said. Let's get this gay-ass part you started, Krusty said. Laughing his gay ass clout <laughs> close and laugh. Alright, it's funny now. <laughs> <laughs> chapter eight, chapter eight, Homer's twist. Homer rode Krusty's big penis <laughs> bouncing up and down like her was on a sweaty trampoline. Trampoline Tresblum Tiramisu. As he did, Krusty's pensoy made honking noises. Well, Mel and Willie rubbed their dicks together. 
Ah, you've got your strangling mass wrapped up against mine. Willie exclaimed. Exclaimed. My penis is the greatest, great set penis you've ever seen. Mel gaily proclaimed. Okay. Tire sword slap up on each other. <laughs> up. <laughs> Let me try this again. Tie here swords slap a up on each each while Flanders had his dick sucked by Skinner and Cuck Van Houten. They were really going at it, jerking themselves off while thigh sucked Flanders' penises. You're really putting rock into it, you two bay diddly, friend Flanders said. And with that, we're going to go away. That's, uh... <laughs> mm. Welcome back, Miri and Epidel. I think this is your fifth appearance on the show. Jesus. That sounds right, but yeah. Yeah, I think we have evened out, because I think I had one more than him, and then I think I missed one, so I think we're Well, now you guys now. are going to be perpetually uneven, so now it's like combined you're 11, and uh, <laughs> it's not worth <laughs> celebrating anymore. Way to ruin the fucking night! <laughs> oh, well. Show's over. Let's go home. Now I just need Epidel to dress up like Val and Miri to dress up like Logan, and then we can bring in two <laughs> other guests. <laughs> I mean, I am eternally hungry, so I can... I'm so hungry. Oh, it's almost as if Logan's right here. The hunger, it never ends. It never ending. It was the hesitation you had that made me lose it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so that means Epidel <laughs> has to get square boobs now. <laughs> Epidel gets to read Snakes on a Plane by Hans von Hosel. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I can't tell if some of these are directions or just... Oh, does, it have, does it have stage directions? It almost looks like it does. Oh. Oh, wow. This is not very well written. <laughs> have fun. Uh, yeah. It's postmodern, but much stupider. <laughs> All right. Snakes on a plane. In the past history, the sun made its shining over Antarctica. Can you sound more Val-like? <laughs> I don't think I can do a Canadian accent, so no. There's no such thing as a Canadian accent. She just sounds like a Muppet. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm Val. <laughs> How are you? Check out my square boobs. In the past history, the sun made its shining over Antarctica. In the past history, the sun made its shining over Antarctica, and Antarctica was grow the rainforests. I'm already confused. <laughs> Many snakes will live in the rainforest of Antarctic Antarctica. Say snakes as they grow the leaves. But one day, the sun made a going away because it got bored as only snakes in Antarctica. The snakes made a waiting for the sun, but no suns made a rival back, and Antarctica was doomed to grow the ice. David, do you have, like, bongos or something that you can play? Because this sounds like something that- Like a slam poetry thing going on? I unfortunately do not. <laughs> Wait, are we doing the slow clap version of the snaps? <laughs> Say snakes, and snakes slithered away. Snakes came to an airport. Say snakes, but the airport refused. You know, I'm just going to turn my trash can upside down. <laughs> <laughs> the snakes were sadly at the not plane and decide to make a going into the cargo boxes. Say snakes as a hide. The plane made a taking off, and all of the snakes in the cargo boxes. But suddenly, oh crap, the cargo boxes balance. fell apart, <laughs> and snakes were free to roam the Shit. plane. <laughs> <laughs> the people saw at the snakes, 
<laughs> shout snakes as the people all made a jumping out the window from the snakes. The spill wasn't that bad. There's only like seven used tissues and two empty wrappers of Rice Krispie treats, so we're okay. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a party. Well, I mean, this is my office trash can, so that's the most party that my office gets. Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. M- mention nothing about the semen-crusted tissues. No, I won't. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Yell the people as a jump off plane and splat to the ground. The snakes made a sadly all had jump off plane. Say the sadly snakes. <laughs> Suddenly, Samuel Jackson jumped through the window plane and made a shooting at the snakes. Shout Samuel Jackson as a shooting at snakes. Say snakes. Scream plane as it crashed into cliff and into many pieces. Wow. Hmm. David, what'd you get from that? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson showed up to shoot and kill Antarctica? Say snakes. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> Shout planes. Planes. <laughs> what is the next one? You get to start us off, Miri, with Winnie the Pooh assimilated by the Borg. Oh, no. Oh, bother. Oh, Oh, bother. Now I have electrical ports everywhere. Blood and fluff. Ew, no! (laughs) By Peter Malak. I mean, that's one way to spell that word. Well, I think that might be how they spell it in Winnie the Pooh. Oh, God. Is it like it'd be phonetic? Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah. Wind the Pooh is simulated by the Borg by Peter Malak. I like that length is left blank. Wait, because it was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> this was originally ripped by one of our new staffers, and he ended up writing like 5,000 words when it's 5,000 letters. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of a miscalculation. But still, I think leaving it blank is just a nice little bit of mystery. You get to wonder how many letters or words it is. Rabbit was in his carrot patch, looking over this year's crop. My oh my, my carrots are smaller than normal this year. Sounds like you could use some extends. (laughs) Or what was the other one? Was it Vivance? No, there was that one episode where you looked up a bunch of them and they had some really good names. (laughs) Oh, uh, yes. (laughs) What's the one that Logan keeps finding? I always think of it as a street overlord. Street Overlord, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Street Overlord, and it was like... Which is what I've heard brought up on multiple podcasts. Ejaculoid! <laughs> yeah. Ejaculoid, that was it. That's another one. Ejaculoid, that was it. Oh my god, I found something just like Street Overlord, but it looks even worse. It's called Black Mamba 2 Premium. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. That's a cover. Um. First increases... Time. Time of intercourse. Of intercourse. Second increases size and rock hard. It increases rock hard. Third increases stamina and sex drive. Seven days. I'm getting an ad on the side here that is other sellers on Amazon and then the Jessica Albasaur. Yep, me too. Extreme 18,000. Oi. That looks very legit. Ships from and sold by Deals R Us for you. $50. No customer reviews, no stars. <laughs> Not surprised. Extreme 18,000. I mean, there's other black. There's Black Mambo 1 is on the bottom here. 
Yeah, but the sequel's obviously superior. I also like Super Panther. And Horny Goatweed? And Horny Goatweed. I feel like I've heard of that. That one doesn't seem as weird for some reason as the other ones. All right, where was I? I have premium Zen Platinum 5000 milligram male sexual performance enhancements. Percent 100. All right, where do we report voice bots and fucking Discord? Because I think Sean's been hacked. Beep boop. Beep boop. I am the Borg now. (laughs) Oh, no. He's been assimilated. Much like Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) I don't know how I shall survive this winter. My, oh, my, oh, my. Rabbit was so busy in fretting over his carrots that he didn't take notice of the unusual creature that appeared in the thin air behind him at the far end of his garden. The creature was half man and half machine. It had strange armor on that on that made strange noises as it walked. Its face was completely devoid of color and it had hoses projecting out of its chest leading up to its head. It began moving toward Rabbit. Rabbit was beginning to... If you get five-day forecast and premier God zen... God damn it, Sean, <laughs> shut up! You can buy them both together for seventeen forty-eight. Actually, let me ask Miri and Epidel, what was the first R-rated movie you guys ever saw? It's probably a comedy, and it was probably The Jerk. Yeah, I'm going to say that probably actually is right. Was that a Paulie Shore one? No, no it's uh, the Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. No, that's the Steve Martin. Oh, okay. It's the one that starts with Steve Martin saying he was born a poor black child. Never seen it. It's a good movie. Despite what okay. that might sound like, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, you told me it was some sort of pornography, right? What, my first R movie? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think that's an R. That's a little bit above, isn't it? Yeah, no. The first R movie Ass? I ever... What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's a really fucking dumb joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, yes, the S stands for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Go Rated ahead. Rated S for sex. <laughs> I mean, it makes more sense than what it actually is. Now I want to actually hear what he had to say. <laughs> I think the first R-rated movie I ever watched was True Lies. Hey, just like huh. me. That's awesome. It's fucking great. So I recently rewatched True Lies. I still love um, the scene where Harry has the truth serum injected. And they're like, can you tell if it's working? Ask me something I'd normally lie about. Have you ever killed anybody? Yes, but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I remember enjoying it the one time I think I've seen it. It's funny. Although, um, there are certain parts about it that I don't like. Mostly Tom Arnold's extremely misogynistic jokes now. They do not hold up well at all. But seeing Bill Paxton piss himself right over a fucking dam is very funny. <laughs> What is it? We just watched uh, Commando. Commando for the first time. <laughs> Bill Paxton apparently has a cameo in it getting blown up, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I need to see this now. Tommy Chong's daughter fires a missile at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, I hope you're happy. We're watching Red Line this month for the Patreon. Yay. Fuck yeah, Red Line rules. I have to see that movie one of these days. About dang old dang time. I've been putting that shit on fucking blast for the goddamn last five months. And it still didn't win outright. Fucking Spider-Verse, good movie, BT-dubs. It's just like fucking Red Line. Uh, Fucking Red Line. (laughs) Fucking Red Line. (laughs) His last words, he... (laughs) I mean, I had nothing else beyond fucking Red Line. (laughs) Fucking Red Line. (laughs) Okay, where it was. Let's see. Okay. Rabbit was beginning to look over his cabbage patch when he fancied he heard something. He turned to see this creature lumbering toward him, right through his beloved rutabaga patch. Stop, he shouted. 
Go back. The creature paid no attention to him and continued toward him. Now, if Rabbit had watched television, in particular, if he had watched Star Trek The Next Generation, he would have instantly recognized the creature as a Borg. However, Rabbit did not watch television, as he did not have a television. Good reason. It is a good reason. Yeah. The, the logic is sound there. The, lo <laughs> yeah, the logic is sound. The creature reached Rabbit, lowercase r, and he started to cry. Why? Oh, why? Rabbit murmured. Why did I'm, you destroy I'm not me? believing you're crying right now. <laughs> why? Oh, why? Merge! <laughs> <laughs> why did you destroy my rutabaga patch? Merge! The Borg... <laughs> <laughs> the Borg paid no attention to him and instead proclaimed in a doomsday voice, You will take me to Pooh Bear. <laughs> you know, I don't think that Winnie the Pooh is the addition to the collective that they're really gunning him to be. I, yeah, Rabbit would be a better choice. <sighs> Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt again. Oh, it's fine. So, I, I was looking up Redline. Apparently, there's a movie called Deathline, which was released in Russia under the name Redline, starring Mark Dacascos and Rutger Hauer. I want to watch that movie. So are we watching that? <laughs> Can we, I want to watch that movie. I want to watch the shit out of that. But even better, there's another movie <laughs> named Deathline starring Christopher Lee and Donald Pleasance. Ooh. Oh, wow. Wait, so who's the protagonist in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Nobody. We could just watch both Deathlines back to back. <laughs> the poll is negated. We're watching Deathline followed by Deathline. And then also Deathline. <laughs> I'll take the hit for Spider-Verse. We can watch Redline and then Deathline and then Deathline. <laughs> We're going to be there till two in the morning. <laughs> all right. Sorry. All right. Let's go back to Pooh getting assimilated. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Rabbit looked up at the Borg and said, what about my rutabagas? The Borg replied, rutabagas are irrelevant. You must comply. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit became very defensive when he heard that rutabagas were irrelevant. And if I don't, then you will die. Rabbit never felt the Borg armature hit him that swung up at him. The Borg continued on its way. Winnie the Pooh was in his house performing his stomach exercises. <laughs> up, down, touch the ground, put me in the mood. Swing up, down, up, down to in the mood for food. That's not the Contra code. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the food code. This gives you a bunch of burgers. Oh. Or honey, I guess. Pooh Bear then went to his cabinet to look for a pot full of honey. Since he had eaten most of it up and being a bear of very little brain, he began rummaging through his cabinet. As he dug deeper into it, he took no notice of the boar moving toward his house. As he shouldn't have. After all, it was still about 100 <laughs> yards away, but it was picking up speed rapidly. <laughs> Pooh Bear found a pot full of honey and began eating it. He stuck his nose and his mouth into it, and pretty soon, his whole face was in it. As a result, he didn't see the Borg smash down his door. He heard it, though. Who's there? Or, who's there? He muffled through the honey pot. The Borg did not respond. Instead, it grabbed him rather roughly and pulled the honey pot off his face. Hey, Pooh Bear said, what about my lunch? Marge, what about my lunch? Merge! <laughs> Merge! <laughs> Merge lunch! 
Next up is David, but I want to point out I've now looked up a bunch of Donald Pleasant's movies and I want to watch a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> there is The Monster Club starring Vincent Price, John Carradine, and Donald Pleasance. Oh Jeez. man, a who's who of people who are weird. That that sounds <laughs> fucking rad, doesn't it? It mm-hmm. does. Phenomena, which is Jennifer Connelly and Donald Pleasance. I thought that was a song by the Muppets. That's Manamana. <laughs> the Eagle has landed. Michael Caine, Donald Sutherland, Robert Duvall, and Donald Pleasance. Michael Caine. I think I've heard of that one. Why are there so many good Donald Pleasance movies that are shitty? Master Wayne. I can't bear another wine. I think the only air quotes good movie I've seen with him in it is Halloween. Uh, Prince of Darkness and Escape from New York are also good. Oh, he's in Escape from New York? Yes, he is. Your Duke of New York, a number one Master Wayne. All right, Dave, go ahead. Lunch is irrelevant. It has been decided that stuffed animal voice will speak for us for all in all communications in the, the hundred acre wood. The fact that he's roboting to shit while doing the board part <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> you have been chosen to be that voice. Pooh Bear, being a bear of very little brain, did not quite understand the Borg. So he complied as the Borg picked him up and took him outside. Owl was up in a tree some distance away when he saw the Pooh Bear and the Borg leave Pooh's house. He flew down to see what the Borg was and what he wanted. He was flying the sky suddenly grew dark. He looked towards the sun and saw a huge gray cube-shaped thing approach Pooh Bear and the Borg. Owl suddenly became frightened, landed and darted behind a tree. As he watched, the gray cube hovered over the tree in which Pooh Bear lived, and Pooh Bear and the Borg began to dissolve in green light. Before you continue, can you just confirm for me that your Reaper is still going? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) David says that as he hits record. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming that I sound very robot y. Unbelievably. Uh, David, would you like tacos right now? No, hold on. I I need to find it. (laughs) He said no (laughs) to tacos! After they were gone, the cube emitted a strange blue light on Pooh Bear's tree, and he continued watching, and the house disappeared, leaving a great, cr- leaving this great crater in the earth. The cube then began flying away. Owl, seeing his friend Pooh Bear gone, began to fly after the great cube. He had almost reached it when the blue light hit him, and he fell to the ground, unconscious. Sometime later, he woke up in pain. I must tell Christopher Robin what has happened. <laughs> and I, that's all I saw, Owl concluded. Christopher wa- Robin thought for a moment. Oh, you're telling me that this machine man took Winnie the Pooh up in this gray cube? Yes. And you followed? Yes, and I got hit by some strange light and fell to the ground. And Pooh Bear's house disappeared? Yes. Christopher Robin walked over to his bookshelf. In some of these books, I've read stories about half-man, half-machine people, but they were only stories, and in all of them they were good. He indicated a copy of The Wizard of Oz. Like in this one. I agree with you, Christopher, but I know what I saw, and for once I'm at a loss of words. Well, if we are in trouble, and I want everyone here, I'll fly out to everyone's house and have the meat here. Al, greatly relieved, complied. Yes, of course, right away. He took off. Tigger stood ready. He was ready to bounce Eeyore again. Just like last year, he thought, I'll bounce Eeyore into the water and get invited to his birthday party again. As he was thinking, he didn't notice the sky was getting darker. Tigger was ready to bounce. When he heard something, he turned around and saw Pooh Bear standing about ten feet away, but it wasn't Pooh Bear. He still had his red shirt on, 
but now he had some black metal on his chest and some weird red light coming from his right eye. So, if he were still alive, would Donald Pleasance play Winnie the Pooh in a live-action version? <laughs> <laughs> and the Borg, or just Winnie the Pooh, normal? Well, I mean, the Borg is just like, that, that's a given. But right, I, like, I want to cast this live-action Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so, David, I need you to say yay or nay to Donald Pleasance being Winnie the Pooh. I'm Pooh of Borg. You would be assimilating resistance as futile. Okay, I think that's a yes. I am Pew of Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futility. Because Donald Pleasance doesn't say words right. <laughs> <laughs> it has several hoses sticking out of his head, leading to his back. Uh, next up is me. Tigger figured he'd pounce on Pooh like he always did. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> is it that kind of fan fiction? It would be grosser if Pooh Bear insisted on being called the Pooh. You know, like how some artists have to add the in front of it, like some wrestlers have to add the in front of it. The fact that everyone calls him Pooh is weird enough as it is, because his name is Winnie. He is Winnie the Pooh, but everyone just calls him Pooh. It's like just calling me human. I'm Matt the human, and everyone just calls me human. <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't know your name was Matt. I went by that, I think, the first time I was on this. Yes, I think he did. I think I blocked it out. To me, you've always been Epidel the human. Or, to me, short, human. Exactly. <laughs> In his name, Bear is nowhere to be found. He's just Winnie the Pooh, as if yeah. that is a thing that you could be. <laughs> but allow me to illustrate my point very, very graphically. Tigger figured he'd pounce on the Pooh, like he always did. As he jumped, he collided with the Pooh. Rather than knock the poo on his back, he fell to the ground in pain. This is Radicrulus, he thought. Nobody can stand up after Tigger pounces on him, let alone hold him off. He looked up at the poo. I am the poo of Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. Minus points, you could have said resistance is poo-tile. The Borg, all about those puns. What? <laughs> Tigger know. asks, still in pain and confused. You will understand shortly, the poo of Borg said as he grabbed Tigger. <laughs> Tigger suddenly fell unconscious and both he and the poo disappeared in a strange <laughs> green glow. The janitor was flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> the huge gray cube hovered above, took off. Oh, I'm sorry, hovering above, took off. I'm losing my voice like crazy right now. Unbeknownst to the Pooh or Tigger, Eeyore was watching this whole thing. He knew Tigger was ready to bounce him, but did not expect any of this. He realized he should tell someone of this. As he took off towards Christopher Robin's house, he didn't realize that his tail fell off. Oh, no. At Christopher Robin's house, things were in an uproar. Kanga and Rue were there, so was Gopher. Christopher was there pacing back and forth. Smoking a corncob pipe. <laughs> and speaking to Watson in a very condescending tone, Al returned. Man. What? I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. I thought you finally called me a man, Dave. I guess I'm still not there yet. <laughs> Christopher walked up to him. Still no sign. No, my good fellow, I don't know where Pooh, Tigger, or Piglet are. It's where the poo. Oh. <laughs> you going to make me stick to that? Yeah. All right. 
I don't know where the Pooh, Tigger, or Piglet are. I did see Eeyore making his way here, though. How about Rabbit? I did see Rabbit. He appears to need help. He was laying down in his cabbage patch. I went down by him, and it appeared that he needed help. Laying down? It appeared to me that he was knocked down. Gopher spoke up. Perhaps... We sh should... Um, I feel like I'm a deflating tire. Go in <laughs> search of that <laughs> suck up bear. That's a way to write that. <laughs> Is all the air out of your tire finally? <laughs> You've got to pump him up. Uh, get in there, rabbit, piglet, and tigger. Rue jumped up and down. Kanga agreed immediately. So did Christopher, Robin, and Al. They were all set to take off. Hold on a second. I actually hear a sparking noise. Did I accidentally get too much spit on my mic? It's entirely oh, possible. Jesus. The no, gopher no. broke it. My power strip is apparently starting to die. Oh. oh cool. I was That's worried for a second, though. I've got like nine replacements, so as long as it lasts me this whole recording, we should be fine. They were all set to take off when Eeyore rushed in the door. I saw Pooh Bear. I'm sorry. The Pooh. I shut <laughs> down computer. I did that last week. <laughs> I saw the Pooh, but he wasn't the Pooh. He knocked Tigger out somehow and disappeared. Then this huge gray cube above them took off into the sky. Owl smiled. This would be some story to tell. Christopher thought for a moment. Owl, you go out and get Rabbit. Bring him back here. Gopher, you go to Piglet's house and see what happened to him. Right away, Christopher Robin, they both said and left in their respective ways. Eeyore, where's your tail? It must have fallen off, Eeyore said. Again. Sean, you're up. You know, it occurs to me, like, the board can beam people up from orbit. Why do they have to descend into Atmo in order to grab these dudes? I have no idea. I feel like that's just going to hurt me to try to think about. Plot holes in fan fiction. Who would have thunk? Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. That's Mentok's noise. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Mentok or Doctor Who. Who would Mentok be paired with in your idealized fan fiction? Shadow the Brain Thief. <laughs> yeah, they would make a pretty good green couple. They're together because they hate each other and then they learn to love each other. So they get, like, trapped in, like, a cabin in the middle of a snowstorm together. And exactly. And one of them has powers. Political powers. <laughs> it writes itself, really. All right. So Christopher Robin is played by uh, Columbo now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going with it. So we'll get it when the danger is over. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Piglet was in his house. He was sweeping in front, and the wind had blown him into a pile of leaves. He stumbled his way out of the leaves and made his way back to the door. Is this just the Columbo season? Yeah. I feel like this is the Columbo season. But he thought he was seeing things. The Pooh Bear had some kind of black shirt on. I would say that you could just say the Pooh as opposed to Pooh Bear. Like, just superimpose the Pooh. That's his new name. That's the vernacular. <laughs> He's legally changed it on all the forms. He can't change it again for another 60 days. Just superimpose the Pooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. And a weird red light in it by his eye. Piglet walked up to him. 
Hello, the Pooh. The Pooh of Borg faced him down. Piglet <laughs> stopped smiling as he saw Pooh's face. As he saw the Pooh's face. Two googly eyes like the Pooh emoji. <laughs> <laughs> there was no hint of friendliness in his face at all. Only an immensely scary evil. I am the Pooh of Borg. <laughs> you will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. You will drop your honey pots and escort us. Wait, resistance is futile. That's insightful because the Borg <laughs> does represent a forcibly oppressive feudal society. Uh, futile, not feudal. God damn it. I was trying to make something like insightful, Dave. My correctness is supreme and resistance to it is futile. Futile. <laughs> you will drop your honey pots and escort us to Christopher Robin. If you attempt to intervene, Tigger will bounce you. Tigger? But Tigger's not anywhere around here. My honeypots? They're in here. And no, you can't have them. Wait all my honey last week, the poo. <laughs> Gopher chose this moment to tunnel up to the surface. What's... Uh, Alright, somebody call the fucking AAA. We got a leaky tire. Going on. One of those horrifying snake gophers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they decided to cast a snake as gopher in this fic. Yeah. But, you know. David, I absolutely blame you for something that Val and I do every time. What? Every time we see a snake or talk about a snake, we look at each other and just say, I was once a, a man. man. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I've always been a snake. <laughs> <laughs> The Poo of Borg looked at him with his red sensor scope. I am Poo. I am the Poo of Borg. Resistance is futile. You will drop your honey pots and escort us to Christopher Robin. No, I'm if still conducting an experiment with my honey pot. I'm trying to see if I can attract people who want to download illegal torrents. <laughs> Highbrow IT joke. Thank you. I mean, kind of is. Also, I don't know why in my mind indicating highbrow why I saluted. <laughs> <laughs> for yourself <laughs> like okay so the deal with fishing for torrents doesn't really work at work because most people know not to go to torrent sites at work no it's not even at work it's just you host a fake torrent site that is the honeypot and have people download the magnet links except they never work because every time you do the magnet link you log it as part of the honeypot being accessed I see I see so <laughs> yes I see <laughs> do you ever do that in normal conversation when you want to say I see it just comes out as a Chalmers I see no it's mostly like if somebody says ask me a question and I answer yes <laughs> no <laughs> if you attempt to intervene Tigger will bounce you Piglet produced his honey pots here they are the poo but you can't have them <laughs> suddenly Tigger of Borg appeared and bounced Piglet. As he did, Piglet was sliced in two by a strange white beam and a blue beam emanating from above. Gopher looked up and saw this huge gray cube. Terrified, he dug back into the ground. The poo of Borg left the now dead Piglet and stared into the hole. We killed Rabbit. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. In the meantime... Owl had brought Rabbit back to Christopher Robin at the most inopportune time. See, 40 of Rabbit's friends had <laughs> converged at Christopher's house. Rabbit's birthday was in a few days and they were going to throw him a surprise party. But when they saw what happened to him, they were outraged. 
We must get back at the person who did this, said Hansen, the lead rabbit. I totally agree, said Storil, another rabbit. One by one, all 40 rabbits said some variation of the same thing. Suddenly, <laughs> Gopher tunneled up. I don't want to go for anything right now. Something's happened to the poo. He's no! <laughs> not my been poo! charged. <laughs> He's bad. Real bad. He killed Piglet. They only have one S? I'm disappointed. <laughs> and he's on his way here. Hansen spoke up. Hansen spoke up. What about the rabbits? Fuck the rabbits. I'm sorry. Fuck the rabbits. Fuck the rabbits. <laughs> Pooh said that he killed Rabbit too. I don't know what's happened to him, but he is not our the Pooh. Did you see Tigger? Christopher Robin asked. Tigger is with the Pooh too. He said he was part of the Borg. Whatever that is. Pop. And I am deflated. Okay. Epidel, we started with you and we gave you a really short story, so we're going to end with giving you the last page of this and giving Mary a short story. All right. All right uh, I got to I gotta bounce. I'll catch you guys later. Good night. Later, Dave. Have a good night. All right. Now that he's gone and I've been abandoned... Hey. <laughs> okay, now that he's gone and I've been abandoned. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Say it right. You have to elongate the fuck. No, I am not a dancing monkey. I will not perform as you tell me to. Sean? Steve-o. Please? Fine, but this one time. <laughs> Man, fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. You know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to make a button. I don't need you to be a co-host anymore. Bye-bye! Well, who's going to run the Twitter and the Facebook? <laughs> Shit, he's right. Go ahead, Epidel. Some time ago, Christopher Robin had divided the 100-acre wood into 360 equal parts, with his house being in part 360. I don't want to have to do fucking math <laughs> during the show. <laughs> Why is it 360? It's 100 acres. Wouldn't you just split it up like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's fucking English. It's an easy number already there. Yeah, now it's... Fuck, yeah. I don't even want to try to think of... How, what it Is be. it a circle or something? I don't... I'm just going <laughs> to drink my drink and move on. <laughs> so the rabbits all decided to converge at part 359, just outside of Christopher Robin's house, to destroy what was now the poo of Borg. <laughs> Are you sure that's wise? Christopher asked. We must avenge Rabbit's death. If it weren't for him, we wouldn't have carrots. Hansen said... He waved at the others. Come on, let's go! All 40 of the rabbits stormed out to part 359. Should I follow? Owl said. No, said Christopher Robin. Maybe they can stop this new the poo. All 40 rabbits converged at part 359. In hardly any time, the poo of Borg and Tigger of Borg showed up. I am the poo of Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. You will drop your honeypots and escort us to Christopher Robin. If you attempt to intervene, Tigger will bounce you. One by no, one. No, don't bounce me. I'm too <laughs> fragile and mushy. I haven't had that much to drink. You can't kick me out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> one by one. I only had <laughs> one half. Ten. Heads. <laughs> one pants? Yeah. You heard him. I filled up my pants and drank it out of there. <laughs> Wonderful. You can't tell me what to do. Fuck you. I want to say it gives new meaning to the term shit-faced, but I'm not sure if that totally works. Hey, my 
they were mostly clean. <laughs> I cleaned out most of the shit in them. You can't tell me what to do. I'm getting an alert that you might be bullshitting me, Sean. Oh. <laughs> one by one, all the rabbits were bounced by Tigger, being cut in half as neatly as Piglet was. That is all except for one rabbit, Gordon. He ran back to the others. He walked very fast. He burst into Christopher Robin's house. Run! Run for your lives! There is no way we can stop him! Gordon then jumped out a window and ran away. The Pooh of Borg appeared at the door. Finally, Christopher Robin, you will come with me. But you can't leave here! You are just a stuffed animal! Suddenly, a blue light from the heavens above appeared and eliminated all the ensemble and It was the gods Robin's of the Puma Man! <laughs> house, except for Christopher himself. Christopher cowered in a corner. Please don't hurt me, he said in a tiny voice. The Pooh of Borg. I'm sorry, let me just lower the volume to tiny, tiny mouth. Please don't hurt me. Oh. <laughs> almost creepy. <laughs> the Pooh of Borg and Tigger of Borg grabbed Christopher Robin, and all three disappeared in a green glow. And no one noticed, in a, noticed a huge gray cube hovering above Christopher's house fly away. Because they were all dead. They're <laughs> not split in half by being bounced. On its way into space, it fired a small but bright blue-white beam at Gordon, who was promptly fried. And no one then heard the voice of many of the Borg saying, Resistance is futile. The hundred-acre wood was now devoid of life. And you thought this would have a happy ending. I thought it would have a ending. Commodore Peter Malik, Commanding Officer Space Dock Sector 001. The Federation's gone. The Borg is everywhere. Alternate Captain Riker. Parallels. Oh, okay. That the fuck? That was weird. Uh, I think that's just a quote. It's not supposed to be like that's the end of the fic. Ah, okay. And you know what? I'm not even gonna link this to anybody else. This is just gonna go straight to you, Miri. Oh boy. You're reading The Room by Hans von Hosel. Is this a fan fiction of The Room? Do you know what we started with? Read uh, right. Snakes on a Plane by Hans von Hosel. This is The Room by Hans von Hosel. Oh, oh good. This should be... I look forward to this. That's oh, 200 words. Or is it letters? Yeah, it's 200. It's worth it. Another one was 230-something words. Gotcha. No rating. One day, Tommy Wiseau was making a buying flowers. <laughs> is goodly to have a flowers, Tommy say, as the flowers... Danubed into his bag. Danube? Is that like <laughs> yeah, the, the song? Like the like song? The Danube. <laughs> yeah, like Louis Tunes. But suddenly, Mark to the flower shop and set it on fire. Ha 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 ha. Mark laughed. I will get Lisa's now. <laughs> no. 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 Tommy say, You cannot set flower shop on fire as I have the fire hose. And so Tommy get a fire hose and put water out. Is this from the uncut version of the room? Because I don't remember this. <laughs> the deleted scenes. Say snakes. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> <laughs> what? How you do this? Mark yell annoyed, but suddenly Lisa appeared. Hey, Mark, I told you to set flower shop on fire, but you have failed. Now I want neither of you. And Lisa used her secret powers and denubes into the sky and into a spaceship, which made waiting for her. Lisa, did you get secrets of Earth while you are there? The leader of Mars say. Yes, Lisa say. Now we are have their nuclear weapons plans. 
the Martians use blueprints to make nukes and they get shot at Earth and Earth explode. Oh no. I spaced out for a sec and missed <laughs> where the aliens came from. <laughs> they were the aliens all along. Uh, um, yeah. ah, that tracks. That tracks, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! So Hans von Hosel's uh, original fanfiction.net account isn't there anymore. But he wrote 254 stories. I can see how that's possible. Yeah, these are all pretty. Uh, let's see here. What has he done? Animal Farm, Water Emblem, Pokemon <laughs> Black and White, Smallville, Mass Effect. These aren't properties. These are the titles of his stories. <laughs> Mass Effect, Wind Emblem, Light Bulb Warrior. What is Light Bulb? So I hear is Thomas Edison's birthday, so here is fan fiction oh. about that. Oh, no. <laughs> also is Transformers Crossover. Wow. Wow. Downtown Abbey, Card Quest, <laughs> The Room. Oh, we're reading that right now. Inception. <laughs> Centipede Crufts? Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is a fanfic of the human centipede. God, no! I want to read Animal Farm. That was the one that stuck with me, too. It was <laughs> Animal Farm. <laughs> All right, you are the guest, so I will get Animal Farm. What's the other one that you want to read? Because these are short. Oh, God, I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Uh, Mass Effect. Okay, great. All right, I think I have, like, one sentence. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, Martians say. There is one nuke left, and it has an error. The error nuke backfired, and the spaceship also made blew up. <laughs> Ebedel, you said that you wanted to read Animal Farm, right? Uh, actually, give Animal Farm to him. Oh, yeah, you want Mass Effect? Yeah. <laughs> These are great. <laughs> this is the kind of shit I'm here for. If we, if we ever run out of material in a given episode, I'm just pulling up one of the 252 Hans von Hosels we haven't read and just saying, here, read this. Please do. Sean, do you want one too? Yeah, sure. Which one do you want? Just, uh, just pick a, just, just pick a thing. <laughs> okay. There's one just called Australia. <laughs> Why are you giving it to the Canadian? Because you work with people who come from Australia a lot. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Mass Effect. One day, Captain Shepard was drive the spaceship. <laughs> I am drive the spaceship. Say, Commander Shepard. As controls spaceship controls. <laughs> <laughs> but then Garrus come and say, No, I am an alien and I do not like humans drive the spaceship. And so Garrus open a window and throw Commander Shepard out of spaceship. <laughs> is goodly. Now spaceship is for alien drive, say Garrus, and then he had Turian World sign peace treaty with Reapers. Is good peace treaty, say Reaper King. Now we are both unite against our true enemies, Earth. And Turian and Reapers go to Earth and have a takeover and get rid of and get rid all people. <laughs> now we have Earth. It's time to control galaxy, say Garrus. And after that, all universe, say Reaper King. And they both get in the spaceship and fly off to control all universe. You know what? This is a good one. It's a positive ending. People said they were going to do something <laughs> and then they did it. Simple. It's better than Mass Effect 3's ending. Boom. <laughs> Why do I oh. feel like that's a dig of... I've never played any Mass Effect games, so... <laughs> I've only played two. They're they're good. The third one's not. <laughs> the, well, okay, the ending is a little too on the nose. It's okay. I'm going to Danube and send Animal Farm over to Miri. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, it's like a haiku. Uh, Mass Effect looked like that, too. <laughs> I love it. Animal Farm. One day, a farm of many animals... 
King Cow had made takeover <laughs> from farmers and the animals had got rid all people. Now they were in charge of farm. It's making me think of like Diablo. But imagine that cow king. <laughs> we make leaders better than people, say King Cow. And so animals had a happy Russia party and they celebrate with party hats and balloons. <laughs> I never read Animal Party. Is this what happens? I, I think no. This is like the inverse of what happens because <laughs> it is an allegory about communism. I know that much. Yeah, that's about all I know about it. But it's a party. It's a Russia party. Ain't no party like a Russian party. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Because a Russian party is corrupt from the top to bottom in a political sense. <laughs> oh, God. It's red? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, well, red's pretty cool. <laughs> but suddenly, <laughs> Happy Russia Party brought snow to snow all over Animal Farm because many snows in Russia. That's how it works. Many snows on farm, say Clover. The snow made an ice all over the big, over the pig mud pool. Oh, no, yell Napoleon and Snowball because they are pigs. I'll be honest, I didn't see Napoleon at first. I read Nickelodeon. Fair. (laughs) It makes about as much sense. Nonsense animals. Yep. Say, King Cow, why do you make sads? Snows are goodly for Animal Farm, (laughs) and now pigs will not make dirty mud all over farm anymore. And they all saw King Cow was right. Is goodly to play snow, say Bluebell, as make snowballs and throw around. We all love Snow Animal Farm. (laughs) Napoleon <laughs> as pigs play in snow and not mud anymore and they have more party to summon more snow over Animal Farm. Before they knew it, they were running a snow resort and ended up getting an avalanche because of how much snow had accumulated on top of the barn. Right. <sighs> I feel like I did Mass Effect a disservice by not reading the summary of it. Why? It's a sci-fi suspense fan fiction with characters Shepard, Female, and Garrus. I got some requests for Mass Effect and is a little late, I know, and also I not know Mass Effect. Story about how aliens take over Earth. <laughs> uh, I think this one is family and friendship. <laughs> you know, Animal Farm. Yeah, Animal Farm. Passing that off. Loading it now. Loading now. Loading now. Still loading. Loading. Eventually. Loading. Oh, wow. This is <laughs> short. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is with this central <laughs> bullshit? That's how way back archives fucking fan fiction. All of the Beatles fix we read were like that, too. Oh, no. I feel like it works for these because it just makes them look like haikus. I'll just superimpose a bunch of like waves crashing in the beach in the background. <laughs> Gotta bring back those drums. Yeah. All right. This is Australia. <laughs> it, no, this is Canada for you. It's not Australia. Australia was mini sit the sea. I'm not gonna try doing an Australian accent. I'm too tired. <laughs> no, Australia sounds like a Canadian. <laughs> of many a floating's ocean, shout Australia. But the other countries thought it was unimportant. Ha 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 ha! Laugh Europe. No, Europa. The moon of Jupiter. You do not possess importance. Impotence. Oh, wow. Impotence. I mean, that sounds like a good thing to not possess. Yeah. yeah. You must have taken some Black Mamba 2, you. <laughs> <laughs> All of Australia on Black Mamba 2. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs> you are not goodly, Australia, shouted the Englands as the Englands <laughs> sent a firework to Australia and it banged into the island. Boo-hoo, shouted Australia. You countries are so mean. 
Suddenly, Austria disconnected from Europe's and floated over to Australia. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Hello, Austria. Say Australia. No, Australia! Shout Austria. No, it's Australia. Oh, wow. No, Australia! 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 Shout Austria. You made a stealing from my name. <laughs> <laughs> I must use the bomb. And Austria got a bomb in Australia to make a sinkings. Oh, it's like Gundam. Fucking kangaroos. Okay. I'm going to pull up the Patreon, but I get to read one of these as well. Thank you very much. Oh, please do. You've earned it. Half-Life. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Gordon Freeman made construction in his science. I have the potion solution, shout Gordon. Hold up the potion. Suddenly, his potion solution constructed nuclear in its half-life and opened up a black wormhole. <laughs> Co- combine everywhere began to Danube out of the portal. <laughs> I love that that's consistent. <laughs> Not Komibne, shout Gordon, as he tries to put his closet in front of the portal, but the combine break through the clothes. <laughs> the combine jumped around and destroyed destroyed of science. My science! <laughs> Scream Gordon as the potion chemicals dropped to the floor and a beaker of smash! <laughs> and so Gordon used his spare chemicals to construct a gun. The gun constructed in its bullets. No more combine! Shout Gordon, and all the combine were a shot at and fell back through the wormhole. <laughs> how else are the farmers going to harvest their goods? <laughs> they ended up at the animal farm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to be thinking about fucking Beaker of Smash for a while. <laughs> this is when All Might goes to med school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much to both of our guests, Miri and Epidel. It really is honestly a pleasure, and I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh I'm no, glad. Hans! Uh, I'm, I'm Hans von Hosel, and my secret identity is seeping through my words. <laughs> I'm glad you both Danube to our show so much. <laughs> thank you very much. Now you guys, it's good. Yep, it's good. Yay, I'm glad it's good. Speaking of good, I would like to expend a good thanks, Danube, to our patrons, especially our gentle guardians. A jump to the sky turns to a rider kick. All right. Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I do. You do? Yeah, I do. It's Common Rider. Oh, is it the the end of Zeo? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's the end of any of them. Okay. They're all they Common all riders jump in the air. It turns into a rider kick. They kick a dude. Sometimes their orphans explode. Sometimes the orphans explode. 
are we going back to Harry Potter and fucking? That's what I'm Sometimes the orphans. All right, you know what? Every other episode title can fuck right off. I just love. Sometimes the orphans explode. It's great. That's not what I said, but it works. <laughs> Afrohawk. Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett Andre D Bolivar Shag Nasty's Revenge <laughs> Discuss Dizdon Plays Epidel That's you Hooray me Evan Balmel I don't like this missile expansion Samus picked up <laughs> Matthew J Pope Sloth XVII Put Cyberpunk 2077 on Ouya, you cowards. <laughs> Richard Pryor, Rose, Sarah for the win, The Waffle, and Yoloi. And a super special thanks to our Bulgay beneficiaries. Advent Don, Michael Fouch, Miri. <gasps> That's also you! Hooray! Yay! He's outspending me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you even bothered to access the drive link that I gave you five days too late after you subscribed, but I hope that you still used it? <laughs> I saw it this morning when I went to work, and that's the only time I've looked at it. <laughs> okay. I hope you enjoy it, because I do my best to keep it up to date, but I'll be honest, I definitely move stories into the folder during the show and five minutes before the show. <laughs> and wage. Oh my gosh, I am losing my voice so much. I don't even have anything funny to say after finding out that orphans can explode sometimes. <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fanfictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fanfiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits. Nutritious Castles in the Sand. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode. <laughs>